1: Hello, right, Jordan Gray, here I'm bringing you another episode of my podcast, Transplaining, which is all about unravelling life's big and small mysteries. Each week, I invite a lovely guest to ask me and a co-host one question that is vast in its intellectual scope, and one question that is more trivial end of the intellectual spectrum. Today, the wonderful Beck Hill has got a couple of cracking questions for us, and the equally wonderful Tanya Moore is here to help me deal with those questions. You're here now, I'm Tanya Moore. Hello. I'm in. Hello. Isn't it annoying when someone keeps talking for ages and you're sat there, like just? <laughs> Look, can I respond? I don't even know. Yeah, Tanya Moore. I'm gonna quickly say some things about you, okay. to you, right in your face. <laughs> Tanya is an award-winning <laughs> comedian, actor, and social commentator. She won the National Women Funny Awards. Wait, Women Funny Awards. Funny Women. That's award. what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> in the back of my, brain, I didn't want to question this I piece mean, of paper. I mean, gosh, who, who would mean... question a piece of paper? <laughs> She won the National Funny Women Awards in 2018, has made numerous appearances on TV panel shows and has acting credits in the BAFTA winning Alma's Not Normal and the Duchess on Netflix. Also, we done Friday Night Live together. You was really funny. You and nice. You're funny right now. I get all excited and then my limbs go everywhere. <laughs> This needs to be on video. I think there's some cameras. Like look, they're, missing at. Talking, they're, they're missing out. They're missing out, to They get a little clip. Well, this outfit that you brought with you today is camera worthy. If I do Thank say so, you. everything about you, though, of course, is camera worthy. Oh, babe. Um, and you and you were nice, and we got on really well. I think we met at the fringe of yeah. the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. I like bringing people in that we meet at fringe because it's a weird mix, and you don't get to talk to each other for long enough. Yeah. And then we'll bring in people like the lovely Beck Hill. Who I've met very briefly, yeah. and I'll get to talk for an hour. And she's allowed to leave if she wants, of course. But I'd, I hope that she would want to stay and talk <laughs> in more detail. You've said something before you came on Yes About this place does really fancy coffees Yes Yours and is I in have a... a latte Yeah What about it are you not fond
2: of? So, growing <laughs> up yeah. right, You know you were told never to put hot water in a glass Because it would shatter Dangerous But my latte is currently in a glass yeah. Now, I'm aware we have coffee cups that are now glass But the glass is thicker Yeah This is just a glass <laughs>
1: That is a glass. And
2: my hands are letting me know it's just a glass. Oh, it's not insulated? No, so I don't know when I can drink it. (laughs) Because
1: it might just be, I should have just got some ice. (laughs) Executive, I suppose that messes with the coffee vibe. Also, the glasses that are specifically for water are like little saucers. It's a drop. It's a droplet. (laughs) Um, The reason I wanted you to bring that up is because the inverse bothers me when you get cold water in a mug. I just don't want it. Why well, you, is that happening? Right, you, like you go for a run and you come back and all there is is a mug and it, it's, like, oh, it's like drinking a tea. I don't want a tea when I've been for a run. No. Our brains are stupid. Yeah. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Human brains don't work. Last time I saw you, Tanya Moore. Yes. We'd done a gig together for the old Stamp Town Collective. Oh, we did. And it was on Halloween <laughs> and we all covered ourselves in fake blood yeah. but for the occasion. And then... As we were leaving, you declined to clean it off your face, and yeah. you thought you just you just, just left. Drive home like that. You just drove home via. It was wonderful. You enjoyed yourself. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was... didn't know what to do. I was getting whiplash looks all the way. It was wonderful. You said you were going to stop in at a McDonald's, and I wish I'd been there to film that drive through. What happened at the drive through? They just didn't know <laughs> what to do. <laughs> so so sweet. Um, Tanya Moore. The point of this podcast is we bring in our lovely guests. What we're going to do is we try and transplain to them an answer for their. A big question and small question. Are there any areas of expertise that you have that you think will be useful? Anything at all?
2: I think I'm really good at giving advice at everything.
1: <laughs> That's a great start. Because one, of th- some of those things will probably definitely fall into the remit of everything. Yeah, I, I, think, I think
2: I'm really good at giving advice at everything. Whether you listen to it and take it seriously is up to you. That's
1: great. Yeah. This is the exact attitude you need to be on this programme. <laughs> you should be hosting this instead <laughs> of me, to be fair. That's great. Well, then, without further ado, shall we bring in our very special guest, Beck Hill into the transplaining studio. I would love to. Here is an ident. <laughs> Beck Hill, welcome into this rectangle of a room that we are in together. Thank you so Mo- much. For most joining. rooms
3: are rectangular, aren't they?
1: I've noticed that in life. Yeah. Most things sort of do tessellate. It's a good structural thing, really. Rectangle on rectangle on rectangle, big as you like. Easy. <laughs> that is a building, what I've described. <laughs> um, uh, Beck Hill, I'm going to say some things. About you, to you. Okay, all right, good. Correct me if you like. Beck Hill is Australian-born. Correct. We're not going to do that every single time. No, it's going to take ages. London-based comedian and writer. She incorporates crafting into her shows, resulting in a performance style that she describes as paper puppetry. And if I do say so myself, it's some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Um, They're so, so good. Among your many other projects, you write and host Takeaway Makeaway on CITV, which is Oh, so close. Who is it?
3: Makeaway Takeaway. How come
1: my lovely producer, bless his little cotton socks, twice now you've stitched me up. I putting words did, the wrong I way I did around. very
3: well in the Women Funny Awards. Uh,
1: <laughs> God, we're such a bunch of women funny in here. Makeaway, Takeaway on CITV. I know that one's right. Which encourages creativity using recycled and reclaimed materials. You can find videos of herself working her magic on YouTube and the like. She also co-hosts Math's podcast, A Problem Square with Matt Parker.
3: Oh uh, yeah, Problem Squared.
1: That was my pronunciation. It does say squared.
3: Maths. That's nice. Yeah. Well, so I uh, co-host it with a mathematician. So I don't do the maths part, but I'm learning. (laughs) Isn't it
1: nice and nice to just sometimes be the comic relief in an otherwise serious situation? It's so
3: nice. But he's also really quick. And a lot of the time I will listen back to the podcast and I'll hear the jokes that he made during the record. And I'm like, oh, I totally missed that.
1: Uh, Math jokes got to be quite specific.
3: It's a type of crowd. We have. Yeah, the audience is specific, but they're great. It's like a very hardcore nerdy version of this podcast. Oh, I uh, love it. Oh, that's
1: so sweet. I love how specific you can be in podcasts nowadays. You just yeah. find your people. Don't yeah. cast a big yeah. net. Do what you like and watch two or three people show and up. Just live there. I yeah. 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 You are. Beck Hill, it's been a long time since we've seen each other. Thank you so I much know. for joining us here today. Last time I saw you, and it happens every time I see you, it's like you'll command a room so wonderfully. In the back of our minds, I don't think, We're all thinking, I wish she was my babysitter growing up. (laughs) That's what I always think. It's so lovely and wholesome. And you can be saying the dirtiest stuff or the most wholesome stuff. I think the night you performed, it was like one of those wonderful, I dare say, safe space nights. I think that's the right term for it. It's a really lovely one at the Quantum Leopard. I love those Mm. nights. Make me want to be a better comedian those nights. But I think you did just do what I suppose you'd describe as your kids set you'd done a yeah. show that day and you just did it again and we were
3: yeah. so on board for it oh it was so nice oh that's i just think people miss being a child yeah and they miss like because but the great thing about being an adult is that you can be a child and add rude bits yeah <laughs> and, I, and i don't know why that doesn't seem to be more mainstream at the moment because i've never met a person who doesn't like. Yeah, rude bits yeah. in, in some. I, I was going to say, I've doesn't like rude bits in kids' stuff, but that, don't, don't. I mean, don't say train. that. No, don't cross the street. I try. mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: but then, there's uh, the uh, I, 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 thing, right? I was just glitching out. The, you I've
3: just a, a lost a my job. I'm sorry. I just got, I've just been cancelled. i I've just, My agents just dropped me. Right,
1: been, Right. There's got to be some rude stuff involved in the creation of a child at some point. Don't need, don't need to know that. But it goes rude bit, child, rude bit, child. That's life throughout history. That's, That's what's happened. Very, very true.
2: Yeah. No matter how bland your rude bit is. Exactly. I feel like done I'm blushing, blushing
3: yeah. now. Yeah. You <laughs> so, are. So, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, when, when might have been the last time that you two would have seen each other it's been a long oh time
2: they're going
3: to see, see each other's rude bits no. <laughs> I was like what what have Oddly, I walked that was in actually I, more recent. I would say at
2: least five or six years
3: yeah probably about that long in hair sorry that's there are some cameras yes, you wish yeah. probably yours because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the listeners if they have seen me in the past they may have been more used to me having a short black bob haircut. Yeah. And but me now, having hair. Yeah. New hair. yeah. And you had hair. And then <laughs> I was, swap. now I'm blonde and it's very long. And I'm very bald. Long. And you're bald. <laughs> but what a beautiful head you have. Thank, Thank you. It's I was stunning. really scared when I made the decision to yeah. shave it off
2: because yeah. growing up when people do my hair they'd always say, oh, there's a lot back here. And I thought they meant I had a cliff. And, you know, just a bit of head that oh, an extra cute. bit of
1: head. Yeah. Oh, a lot of head. I didn't yeah.
2: think it was right. hair <laughs> when they said there's a lot back here. I thought they meant head. What am I of saying that to a child? Babes, right? <laughs> so I've just grown up thinking I've got a massive head. <laughs> so when I went to get my head shaved, I bought a wig yeah. with me because I was like, I'm not getting caught out in these streets. Took it off and she was like, oh, your head's quite small. And I was like, what head? And I made her do a video of oh, the back no. of my head because I just imagined a cliff just right back yeah. here.
1: You sat back for the first time He was like, I was like, oh. I could sit back further than I thought.
2: I yeah. <laughs> Just really got singing. a
1: regular egghead, like my dad.
2: Just a regular <laughs> egghead. You
3: feel lighter? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, even if I wear a wig, it's like,
3: oh my
1: God, what is this?
3: Mm. It's
2: weight. Mm.
1: I wore a hairpiece for a long time when I first transitioned and it was like a Jesse J. It was a full on Jesse J. And then <laughs> my hair got way too long to contain within a hairpiece, but I wasn't emotionally yet able to not wear a hairpiece, so it just kept getting higher and higher up <laughs> my head. with like my own hair sticking out. And now I'm about to film something where I, I would like to be ginger in it, which is my natural colour. I'm fully, fully ginger. But I don't want to do anything to my real hair, so I'm going to get a bowl cap over this hair to put a full-on ginger wig that looks like my own hair on top. But if you... And I don't know what my life is anymore.
2: Get someone to really cane-row down your hair. To what? Cane oh, yeah. You would be like sticking it to your scalp so it wouldn't yeah, mm. high.
1: Don't have your hair out, have it cane Yeah, it's quite a, there's, it's fluffy, isn't it? I've got some fluff. I've got frizz. There's more frizz than that. There's a lot
3: back there. Frizz is There's a lot back there. <laughs> is what if canary. it turns out I've
1: got a massive cliff? You, yeah. cri- cliff is the word that you've used. It's about. a cliff back here. Right, if I've got a big cliff, I'm kicking off. <laughs> I am <laughs> going There's of my a lot back here.
3: Girl's got cliff.
1: It's got cliff. The whole point of this program, uh, as well as uh, bringing people in and having lovely, wonderful chats with people that I admire and don't get enough time to talk to, is asking one very big and one very small question of our guests. Do you have a big question for me and Tanya Moore to transplain to you?
3: Yes. I would like to know if time travel is possible. Nah. Moving on to the (laughs) next. (laughs)
1: Here's the thing about time travel. It's all about attitude. It's not with that attitude is what I would say. Tanya Moore, have you ever thought about this stuff? Never in life. However, yeah. when it came
2: across just now, mm. I thought to myself, who thinks about this? Yeah, who, who d- pe- And why do you think about this? And I, what were you doing
1: that led you to think about this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's buried somewhere yeah. that you'd rather them not be buried somewhere? Yeah." yeah.
3: Do you know what? I go into big questions when I'm alone, which is why I like to be social. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's way too much. So, I like, I'll sit there and I'll be like, "Okay, so if time is like relative to us, so it exists concurrently all the time, how does that work? I don't understand. Like, because we do travel through time literally. Yeah. Like, yeah. we it right now know, at one second yeah. per second. Yeah, yeah. But
1: again, if you try and hard enough, yeah. you probably beat that. Not by much,
3: <laughs> but then, like you know, how sometimes stuff will pass really fast. It feels really fast, and then really slow. And it's reaction times, and different animals experience time. Ah, oh. whoa, 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 what? Oh yeah, different animals experience time in different. Are you in different ways. Right, yeah, yeah, telling Tanya's yeah. nodding at me. No, I knew that bit. Right? Yeah, no,
1: no, I, I
2: had no bit. idea. Pigeons yeah.
3: can see at a higher frame rate than yeah. people, watching, yeah. which is why yeah. they always don't jump out of the way of the car until the last moment yeah. because they cocky know. Little, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: They're like, I'm moving, I'm ready, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they can see more. F- Wait, so we we make decisions slower because we're getting the information sort of less Laser. frames per second. Yeah. And they. They've, yeah, in a, in a, yeah. That's amazing. This is new information for me. Sorry, I, I cut awesome. you off. So, when you shoot decisions. one, you've done really well. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay, so what's an animal that sees really slow and you should not.
3: Oh, I don't know. Stuff and
1: put on a trophy on your
2: mantelpiece.
3: I, I, so I like how you asked energy. me that as if like, well, Possibly. come on, frame rate, <laughs> animal girls. But I mean, you,
2: you came there with frame rate, animal girl energy, babes. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. It's so uh, niche and specific. I knew what you were saying and I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
3: there was more. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, ferrets, I'm just guessing now. I would have said a sloth. I
1: would have said a sloth. You would
3: think that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or, the- or koala. Or
1: they can oh, yeah. see so far into the future. That's why they're so relaxed, because they're like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, just nice. Yeah. that's nice. If it turns out that animals can just are travelling through time and we're the only ones that can't. I mean, that's quite fun. That's a nice <laughs> idea. Maybe they're all doing it all the time. <gasps> oh, my God. They must be laughing at us then because we take
2: them as pets. <laughs> they're like, look at them thinking they're in charge. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I've allowed this to happen, you idiot. And it was yeah.
3: coming. They Did know what happens. Yeah. They know about Planet of the Apes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So that off, I went off in a little tangent in my brain there and everything got all dark and scary. I saw it. Yeah. I saw your
3: eyes flicker and I was like, oh no, come on, let's get back on track.
1: I quite like to think about these animals. I made one up in my brain right now. What it is, there's this amazing book. It was called Flatland and it was published in the Victorian Times. This guy produced this book and it was about, everything was two-dimensional and they live flat. So it, I mean, this is an audio medium, but I'm showing a piece of paper right now. I don't know what, you know what a piece of paper is. right? And all these animals lived on this two-dimensional space and there were little circles that were the males and there were straight lines that were the females. And because you can't see a straight line when you're looking at it dead on, it disappears. And so the females had to scream everywhere they went so that the males knew that they were coming, otherwise they would go straight through them and die.
3: I was just going to say, I I was weirdly thinking about um, straight lines and seeing things in two dimensions and three dimensions the other morning. So
1: then this world flatland, Right, he's so excited. I, I promise,
3: I'm going to get to a
1: point. Good, good. good. I'm and, riding the train.
2: Yeah, soon, this
3: is going to become my podcast. Yeah,
1: so. <laughs> I'm just riding both of your energy. It's great. So, in this flatland, everything's two D, and then this three D thing comes along from another dimension, the third dimension. Spoiler. And because it's two D, as it's going through flatland, imagine a sphere going through a this right, which is a piece of paper, mm. and it went through it, which to them looked like a little tiny circle that got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and, bigger, and then got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because it's going through their flatland. So oh. you kind of get that. And then it took one of those little 2D things and it showed it the third dimension. And it blew its little mind. Take that story and just apply it to us right now. The things yeah. that may be like ghosts and that, which is a different question, but we can dive into it if you want. Maybe they're just things that are going through that layer of us.
3: I genuinely oh. think about this all the time. Well, there we go. And so, now I think we need to hang out way more. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Here we are. Right. So we're, we're halfway to a transplanation. Mm, Tanya Moore, mm. do you? Think ghosts are good or real or anything?
3: I, I believe
2: in spirit.
1: Right. Okay. So I'm a spirit person. You like spirits? So I think we're all three spirits sitting here,
2: and our bodies are just the vessels we're carrying right now. Loving that. And when we die and we finish with the bodies, we're going to find
1: new bodies in a different realm. That's what I believe. Ooh. And the, and potentially, in order to do that, to jump from body to body, perhaps there is a bit of transitioning. To, thanks for that. That's great. Sorry. Good yeah, That's sorry. great. I was to say time travel, maybe. Oh. Maybe we've pulled it full circle. Oh. Maybe tanya has got the explanation right now. If we are spirits it's not even that spooky when you just think, oh, they just took a corner and yeah. went to another body. and have got go
3: to to
2: another realm. Through time. Yeah.
3: Mm, yeah. Oh, smashed it. <laughs> we could be reliving this time right now, but yeah. in a separate dimension. So we're uh, seeing it differently.
2: Also, I've oh. just seen the reason
1: why you need to invite me to this meetup. Thank you. <laughs> Beck Hill, do you think about time travel because you want to do some time travelling?
3: I, I do you know what I do. I do and I do. I did a show in 2019 called I'll Be Back, which was the premise was that I've come from the future to tell everyone about what happens. Right. And the beginning of the show is really dumb and it's just me asking the audience what they want to know and it's improv and very bad improv at that. And then the show gets interrupted by me in a totally different outfit. And I'm not going to give away how I did it, but it was, a am oh, real proud of it. It was some Darren Brown stage I magic bet. stuff.
1: We've seen your craft. <laughs> you are crafty.
3: And so then I interrupt the show from the, future as if i've actually come from the future and oh. then i'm trying to convince myself to quit comedy because i never make it and the world's ending and i need to save myself <laughs> and go into like military warfare stuff oh I it goes that. real dark but then it you know tries to balance it out a bit
1: you've yeah. added nearly everything into this <laughs> i love a high concept premise for comedy it's yeah, hard to put off. Know, when you do it It bloody (laughs) works. I
3: was like, how many twists and turns? But with flip charts.
1: (laughs) 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 That helps. The flip charts help. Tiny Moore, is there a a show that you'd want to try and travel back to and do again? Oh. Because actually, maybe it went so well, you wouldn't want to chance it not going so well.
3: Oh. Or would you go and watch it? Would you go sit in the air and go and watch it?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, okay, cool. I would love to be able to watch myself do a show. Yeah. That would be As somebody who has had that privilege of watching you do a show, uh, it's good. Thank it's you. It's a good thing to watch. I yeah. would love to. I would actually watch myself go back and do, I'd go back and watch myself do a dance show.
1: You used to dance? Yeah. Oh, let's talk about you dancing. Yeah, I used to dance. Why? I, I was going to gonna do... say, why? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> 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 I
2: used to what be... for? Why'd you dance for? <laughs> what? I used to love it. I grew up dancing. I grew up dancing and acting. That, those were my two loves. Yeah. I didn't know you loved a bit. Yeah. Oh. I was a world hip hop champion. What? I
1: right. was 2005. Well, 2005. Have we not? I mean, we've not hung out enough for that to come up. Yeah. but I would have thought it would have. Someone would have told me about that. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, thank you. When did that happen? 2005. Ah, world Hip Hop champ with my um, dance crew. They were called Plague. That's amazing. And I went to dance class last, last night. <gasps> yeah. What's what sort of dance? Hip hop.
3: Ah, oh, is there anything you can teach us <laughs> that it involves sitting down?
2: Um, yes.
3: That I the can. listeners can try at home. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can right. teach
2: you that dance classes are in a dance studio <laughs> and you can go there.
3: Ooh, that. See, that's, this a is, this is that. that's a good lesson. Look at that. That's a good lesson. And we're sitting down. Too. And we're yeah. sitting down. There's one and of those small free. questions answered was... for
1: free for bonus that you on the Patreon <laughs> list as if you want to it. <laughs> I suspect at this juncture, let's catch ourselves up, is time travel possible? Only if you want it enough. I picture like a situation where you're working late at night and Tanya Moore's working on a time machine. And you just need a little push to to do it. Mm. And the only thing that will get you across that line is you thinking about going back and watching yourself dance because that's the emotional thing that's missing. You know, like that mm. movie Interstellar where it turns out it's all oh, yeah. about love. Your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bit that's missing from the science. All that E equals MC bullshit. All that rubbish. Yeah, yeah. it's the bit that's missing is an emotional and compassionate reason yeah. to want to go that extra mile and go back in time.
2: Or can I offer another answer?
1: Of course, this is your podcast. Or, or...
2: If we believe in spirits, time travel is possible when you are transitioning from one life to another.
1: Right. So, Beck Hill, you've got two options on Mm. the table. One of them is my version, which is time travel (laughs) is possible if you care enough. (laughs) (laughs) And two is that, yes, you can do it, but only through the medium of a spiritual connection from life to life.
3: I mean, that's kind, it's not dissimilar, is it? Kind of the same thing,
1: yeah. Yeah, you gotta care. <laughs> yeah,
3: you, gotta care. <laughs> you have to care about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you, do you care or no? Mm. Have you thought, when you, I tried to build a time machine when I was little and I took a plug and I stripped the wires and I took the copper oh. out the end, plugged it in and put them together and t- touched some iron filings and all that happened, of course, was it just went, this yeah. being an audio media marshal <laughs> I just added as much audio as possible and it, this is wet now. It just set on fire. No time travel occurred, as far as I'm aware.
3: But, but but boy I bet that moment went real quick for you you know what, <laughs> what really mum was pleased
1: <laughs> mum he literally smoked on the ceiling it just went Jeez, up just went wow and the reason i done it was because I just remembered in um, Back to the Future that line where he's like 3.21 gigawatts or he yeah. like, just says how much power it is and it's an ungodly amount of power so I just thought if I can get all the power out of this entire house through one tiny little speck maybe I'll go back in time oh did you do anything like that when you were ill you strike me as the sort of person that might have tried to travel back in time <laughs>
3: weirdly i think i was a lot more like i was I was a lot more like you in terms of that you've got to really care so okay. i used to do that i used to think that if i thought too much about where was i before i was born i would disappear like i would have i remember oh. having existential crises as like a six-year-old and being like don't think about it don't think about it or you'll oh. disappear oh. and i don't know where that came from but it was a real like was you fear. told
2: because i had that fear as if i crossed my eyes in the wind they would stay cross
3: right You know when they say
2: if you do that, or if you if you make if you're angry at your mum and the wind blows, then you'll stay angry. That's that's an extra detail. I didn't get
1: the angry at the mum bit. Yeah, all of the
2: stuff. Whatever you're feeling, that's bad. If if the wind blows, you'll stay there. That's so. You just got you got to think good things and say
1: good things all the time. That's so clever that your parents co-opted a well-known phrase and added abuse. Be good to your parents. Good stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. if
1: you don't tidy a room and touch that radio when it's hot. And,
2: oh, oh, you're gonna, get you're gonna stay there forever. Oh <laughs> honestly. That's
1: so clever. Crafty. Right, Beck Hill, do you yeah. feel sufficiently transplained to on the subject of time travel?
3: I do. Do you know what? What struck me actually while you're discussing that is I said you could go back and watch your own show, but we can do that. With videos. <laughs> like, in, if, in fact, I mean, we Beck can listen to it. there wasn't a this. reason for you to
2: make us feel stupid. We could no, have just moved
3: on. <laughs> yes, yeah. No, no, but what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> you've basically proved to me time travel is real because, oh, because videos we can exist. do it through, yeah, through recording and memories. Oh, I see. Right time now, travel is
1: possible based on technicality.
3: Well, because yeah. I was like, I thought you
2: meant in the physical body sense. Like, can yeah. I physically go back to that time? Yeah. But I could if I
1: just sat down with a VHS, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. or mentally. Three memories. Memories. The original VHS. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, at this juncture, I suspect it's good time to answer some audience questions. We're gonna do some quick fire audience questions. Some people have sent them in. They might
0: be unusual. Let's
1: answer some of those
0: now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: now for your listeners' questions, which Tanya, Beck and I will help to transplain. Sophie from Carlisle, does dangling a spoon in the top of open champagne really keep it fizzy? And if so, why? This is the first I'm hearing of that.
2: I've heard of this. I've attempted it. It does keep it fizzy. I'm also not a scientist. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, it, what, like, um, I, I need to sort of clarify dangling. Do you mean... So, you know, you put the handle in the hole the so handle not the not the, not the shovel what's yeah, the bit the, the head the head of a spoon right? yeah because okay, cool. the head doesn't
2: fit and that's why it's, it dangles and I don't know why but it does keep it fizzy why is there so many
1: old wives tales about spoons, <laughs> 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 about spoons? what are the other ones oh born with a silver spoon in your mouth oh
2: yeah oh. Is,
3: that, is that an old wives tale or is it just an, an idiom <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's an
2: idiom right, you, you cook heroin on, on a spoon apparently you, you can what? What You cook heroin on a spoon, oh,
3: apparently. yeah, that's an
2: old wife's
3: <laughs> <laughs> tail. You job. actually do it on a oh, walk.
1: If yep. you put heroin on I've that spoon. I've never seen it, so it's
2: just a tail, thank you.
1: <laughs> Inject it into thine... <laughs> Nervous system. Um, it I, keeps it fizzy. No, yeah. it, keeps you, it keeps your blood nice and fizzy. Yeah. So it does. That's lovely. That's what the effect is. It's you're all carbonated on the inside. Presente, Sophie. Um, Tanya's definitively said, "Yeah, it does keep things fizzy." Don't do heroin. Yeah.
3: <laughs> is what See, this is. Yeah. I, 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 this is what I would do with my, my audience if someone uh, asked not Not that I'm comparing podcasts, as I've already oh, said, yeah, mine's incredibly like niche. But I would see this as an opportunity to do some actual science and I would insist that we then all got bottles of champagne should and then champagne? put spoons in them and then tested it, which would mean we'd have to drink multiple bottles of sa- champagne. I'm well up for sp- mean... sp- champagne. Ben, I'm just saying you should do that in like, a future episode. Do you
1: reckon they... I will just talking to a producer, Ben, off camera through this fish tank. Do you reckon they sell champagne here? <laughs> I'm, if, I'm well up for that. This is the most rock and roll thing I've done all day. Maybe we go Prosecco. Uh,
2: yeah, you've got to leave it for a time. So Right. Maybe we could do it at, like a, when we're having our meetup, guys, or three yeah. of us. Okay. We could start start the evening and open one and start the evening open two, sorry, leave one with one without. In a couple of hours, we'll go back and see the test. Fair.
1: It's gone from being quite rock and roll to being very scientific in yeah. the space <laughs> of 10 seconds. I was, I, was, I, I want to stunt on people. Do you know what I mean? I heard this expression in Atlanta and I really want to do it. I just want to stunt. I like, I, d- I don't do anything rock and roll. I don't drink. I don't have anything. I just wanted to buy some champagne and dangle some spoons in it. And you've taken that away from me, then. <laughs> I was going to impress my guests and buy some champagne in this podcast. Julia. I'll have to do
3: it on a problem squared then. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell us about it? Yeah, it we'll cheers. Do you know what? I hadn't actually chosen what problem I was going to solve on our episode this week. So, done. <laughs> there we go. Done. 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 Right. Sam Robinson. I know it's a cliched
1: question, but where are all the baby pigeons? Or even the medium sized ones. Well, we've talked about pigeons already. Oh
2: so yeah.
3: Is it that probably they're in a different part of time. <laughs> <Pigeons>. <laughs> That's why we can't say that. I yeah. love that. Because
2: my only answer was I think pigeons are in the army and the baby pigeons and the medium pigeons aren't big enough yet to so could join the army.
1: <laughs> That's the most <laughs> wonderful explanation I've ever heard. How sweet and whimsical. That was so <laughs> lovely. You mean there's like a you mean like there's a pigeon? It's army. like a pigeon
2: world that we're unaware of because all we know of are the army pigeons. <laughs> and the army pigeons are sent out to shit on our cars. Right, I buy that. And they don't believe in child labour. At all. No. That's great. Shit on your car and get in the way of traffic.
1: That's what they, that's,
2: that's their, yeah. that's their and task. And protect
1: children at all costs. Honestly. Get, get protect your baby pigeons. Just saying. Sam Robinson, I hope you feel like an idiot for answering that question <laughs> because of course the answer is that they're in the army, <laughs> but not the kids because they're too little and that's it. That's great. Yeah. I buy that. There you go.
2: And the medium-sized ones, they're not medium-sized, stop being sexist, they're women, thank you. So that's why they're not in the army. Uh, sad.
1: Yeah. Oh, so they've got quite quite regressive politics in terms of their oh, army. Oh, completely, right, they're right, old right. school. Because wow. they're
2: birds, why are we holding them to thank human you. standards? Thank right, okay. you, all they can do is see fast, not know fast, Jordan, come on. <laughs> so the women are looking after the babies? They're looking after saying. the babies. Right,
1: right. Pigeons I are... do not make the rules, gather, just follow them. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, you follow just them. Relaying the information. Um... <laughs> There you go, Sam. Alison Miller. (laughs) If a missile always has to travel half the distance to its target before hitting it, how does it ever get there? We understand what what they're saying. This is one of those mathematical principles. It's that paradox of, I don't know why I'm going to change the analogy, but you've got an arrow, Mm -hmm. shooting an arrow. At some point, that arrow has to travel half of its distance to get somewhere. So you can say what half that distance is, and it has to do that. In between that half, it obviously has to go half of that at some point. It will get much quicker, the quarter. And then you just keep halving and halving and halving. And the idea is that that number becomes so infinitesimally small, but it never goes away. And therefore, how does it ever get where it's going? It's a mathematical question. Wow. To which I think Beck Hill might I, have a funny answer.
3: I've done it. All I could think of was like, once the length outdoes the, the length of the halves, then that's oh the distance it's got to it. travel
1: is longer than the time it takes to get there
3: Well, it's like if if uh, if it goes half and half and half and half yeah, yeah. Well, eventually that half is going to be shorter Definitely that length up. of half is going to be shorter than the length of the missile so then the missile is just it, it's already over that oh! half by existing uh... oh my god
1: i'm looking at a uh, producer tom and he's shook his head with such aggressive like, bless him. But right. do you agree with that, Tom? Or are you just you just enjoying us talking about science? Right? <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> likes science. He is so angry with that explanation. Somebody the other day, we were talking about Schrodinger's cat, Schrodinger's cat. They weren't describing it properly. And I've only had this moment once in my life, and it was then, where I had to stop the conversation. I was like, please just let me explain to you. It's one of the only things I know is Schrodinger's cat, and I need to tell you about it right now. <laughs> uh, do you, We know what Schrodinger's cat, cat is. is. Right. And it was all about the, the radiation. There's like a little radiation in it, and radiation, particles they have a random chance of splitting off into their half-life. And they didn't say any of that. There was just like a cat got in a box and I'm not sure if it's alive or dead. It really annoyed me. <laughs> they didn't need to know the extra detail, but by Jove, if I didn't let them have it. <laughs> right, Alison Miller, um, the answer to your question is because missiles are quite big and <laughs> some things are quite small, yeah. including how long it's got to travel longer than it is. Otherwise, that'd be a shit missile. <laughs> <laughs> if it only travelled the length of a missile, that'd be bad. So it's got to go quite far. But at some point, the smallness of the farness is bigger than the missile of the missileness.
3: Yeah, because I think the way the paradox that I've heard is is the one where you travel if you travel half, but then travel the half of the leftover distance, and then travel half of the leftover distance after that, and that and that, then you end up you never reach it. But it's on that side of the half. I'm just I've just realized I'm using my hands. You're getting closer and closer and closer, but by smaller. And I think you did explain that, but. For some reason, my brain went backwards and went, okay, so half of the first half, I kept going further and further back from the starting point. Take this bit out. It's no, boring.
1: That's, that's how, you, when you were a kid, you, maybe you almost did nearly disappear. You thought about this way that's, too hard. Oh, my God. You were so close to just flipping out that's of existence.
3: That's exactly. I need to stop halving things. Stop halving things. Why are you always halving things? Is I'm that always... all, all the bloody time. Comes in
1: here. She um, gave me half a handshake. <laughs> half an everything. Up. Half in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: barely a half. She hug. was just a hell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kathy Rivet, if I if I shaved my dog Barney and he's a hairy spaniel and put all of the hair together end to end, how long would it be? Here he is. And a little picture of Barney. There's a picture. There. I mean, I imagine oh, that's not life wow. right, size, so he's he's I don't know how big a fence is, but he's about as big as half a fence. Yeah. I okay.
3: think I can answer this. Oh. Oh Kathy.
1: <laughs> wow. Kathy. The, you, the producer is shocked.
3: Because <laughs> weirdly. My friends and I were having a drink and we were trying to work out how many hairs a dog has. Right. And okay. if I sorry. remember correctly. No, pause. yeah, Pause,
2: pause, pause, pause yeah, pause, pause on that. Pause. Yeah. It just sorry. Time for a minute to, uh... Sorry, sorry. You can't just skip by me and my friends were trying to work out how many dog hairs have. <laughs> Why? What were you not doing on that day? <laughs> what, from, what was happening? How many things day. Did you go through before you got to You,
3: you know the old wife's tail hair of the dog? Okay. When I'm we were in. like, how I'm many hairs in. could a dog have? Okay. And then, so we Googled it. Okay. And play. if I remember correctly, it was just over 2 million per square foot.
1: I can't believe average. that you have an answer for no, this actual no, question.
3: But Jesus. we need to work out how many square feet Barney is. I don't want to skin it. So. Right. Well, according but to you, you, it's reckon? only half
1: that size probably or half of oh, that. Or half or half I of I and it depends on what half you're talking like, about. Yeah.
3: Roughly how many square feet do you reckon that dog is?
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never thought I'd be asked that question in a podcast. He's like, he's got four feet. But they're not a square foot apiece. I'll grant you that. How many square foot is that, Tanya? Babe, I don't think you look caught on dawn. Every time maths happens, I just sit back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you keep bringing me in. But, you, but the confidence that you say things with, I'll just believe you. If you told yeah, me that, okay, you told me that say, dog was 12 square foot.
2: I'm going to say <laughs> 7.9 <laughs> foot by
1: 12 foot. Is that a thing? Right, he's probably two foot and he? he's probably two square foot stretched over a dog.
3: About two square feet.
1: If you fit, okay. picture a little minced meat dog and you've got, <laughs> and you've got meat dog. two square foot of dog fur yeah. that you bought from a dog fur shop. Yeah. And you've stretched it out on him. That's probably what he is. Yeah. So two square feet. By times... just
3: over two million. So just we've got four million hairs. And like the hairs are probably what <laughs> on a spaniel? Like two inches? That's like
2: two it inches? Oh, maybe? he's quite
3: hairy. He's got his little... Oh, his yeah, because he's, he's, he's very though, hairy. Yeah, he's got quite
2: a
1: cliff boat at the back. He's <laughs> got a
3: cliff at the back <laughs> as well. He might have some under the ears. We're not yeah. sure
1: yet. We ain't looked... That dog is half cliff, if I'm honest. It's <laughs> about 50% cliff, that dog. <laughs> he
3: probably really doesn't want to be shaved.
1: Right, so a bit over four million. What do you
3: reckon? The hair's... Two what... inches
1: of a spaniel,
3: yeah. I'm just guessing. So that's... We had four... Mi- so, yeah, eight million inches. I'm it's so I'm really happy because be. I, I mean I've
1: been pretending to know stuff about mass, but I think Tanya, as we've we've seen each other's eyes. Yeah, we know we who of, we are. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I don't know anything about this, and you've come in with some numbers. That's the first time that's ever happened on this wow. show. <laughs> that's that'd
3: be great. But check with Ben. He's probably shaking his head furiously. Oh, yes, right. They're
1: they're in a different room. They're, they're, nothing's the same in that room. In here, these are the facts. <laughs> yeah. The fact is that that dog is four hundred and a bit million meters long. Yeah. And probably two foot wide. Here we that go. Dog. And he's still got his hair. Good luck to him. Kathy River, please don't take this advice practically <laughs> and try and prove us wrong because that dog looks quite warm and he looks quite handsome. Leave his hair alone. Yeah, if stick you... with the
3: champagne experiments. Yeah,
1: ne- and never mix those two. Either champagne <laughs> or cutting a dog. Don't do two at the same time. Don't cut dogs. <laughs> if you want a question transplained, email askjordan at off-script.co.uk or leave it in the review section of iTunes. I think a good time now... This time being the time that it is, is that the time where Beck Hill asks us a small question? Are you right? Are you right, Tonya? <laughs> you I'm trying to be professional. I know but you said don't cut a dog, yeah, and I instantly <laughs> imagine someone
2: robbing a dog and being like, just cutting a dog. Like, I don't know why my brain went that way.
1: Scary, this is uh, this is a PSA more than anything else. I don't I <laughs> I like that your life is sort of like the way you think about animals and their lives. It's quite, they've got a whole other life we didn't know that.
3: <laughs> I would <laughs> read your are, series of kids books. Yeah.
1: Paramilitary pigeons and these yes. little dogs having knife fights. in the <sighs> oh, Mate, you don't want to know about the foxes. I do now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely do. What's they up to? Foxes having their lovemaking is the most horrendous sound I've ever heard it's in my life. It's not
2: always lovemaking though. Is it not? Is that No, what? sometimes okay. they're fighting. Okay. But yeah. it does sound like a woman being murdered. It yeah. does always sound like I feel like it sounds like foxes are eating other animals.
1: Yeah. I always think it sounds like a kid's been pulled apart by a, a fox. A fox. It's yeah. really yeah. basically yeah. another fox. So in lo- early lockdown I stayed with my friend
2: yeah. and she has a balcony and at night time I would sit on the balcony. Got a house across. It's got a massive garden, and foxes would drag the dead things that they would eat into this wow. garden. So I turned it into like an Eastenders after a while because there was this one fox who I imagine was the same person, and I called him Peggy because obviously <laughs> who else is going to be there? Right, and it's a him to me, it's a him, but it's still Peggy. So Peggy used always bring his prey back to mm. eat, right? right? And then there'd be other people from like. And bills and all the others trying to come and get some of the food, but Peggy didn't want to share, so
3: she'd always have to have a fight. Right, right, right. With everybody else, get out
2: of my yeah, our, yeah. And one just... listen, one day she beat up two of them at the same time, and it was the best day ever.
3: Was it EastEnders? Did you say? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but does Peggy this is kill for you, right? kill yeah. loads of animals? Peggy or? kills loads of neighbours. <laughs> okay, and then other neighbours try and steal their bodies. No, because neighbours
2: are trying to come and get her food. <laughs> oh. right <laughs> I don't remember that bit. Beck, I should have that? added some numbers, then you would have got it. So basically, what <laughs> happened is there's a number one, right?
1: <laughs> and then seven, eight, and then nine. Seven, eight,
2: exactly! Come on!
1: That is the first high five I've ever had in this video, and I was so happy about it. My first number joke. I love that we high five over a number joke as well. I know we're not number people, but we're feeling that
3: mass energy. I'm taking it now. That's my joke now.
1: I said that to my Czech wife, and I did. The fact that she's Czech has nothing to do with this story at all. <laughs> it's just a second, her second language. So she's not heard that joke, and I was like, "What's the joke? Why did why was six scared of seven? Because mm. seven, eight, nine. And she thought that I'd made it up on the spot, and I haven't corrected her this whole time. <laughs> and she loves that joke. She, I mean, I think that's why she was happy for me to become a comedian because oh, told lover. her that. Yeah, when I was like, "I'm going to be a comedian," now she had no questions. Never, I'm so glad I never told her that. I'm I didn't glad you're
2: sober up. because if you took her to the pub, she'd heard it ten times. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's it's the one, it's Honestly. the main one. So. What was we talking about? Foxes doing it. Peggy yeah. Foxes. Right. So what's the conclusion of that story? Peggy's still there? Oh, Peg- you, I mean. Well, yeah, I don't know. I
2: haven't been back to, at <laughs> night time to see, but
1: yeah, You I have a haunting look in your eye. Yeah, Foxes you do. have a
2: whole world, you know. Yeah. There's loads of them. There's a family of foxes by my area, and it's nice. We've got to know each other now so we can walk past each other without fear. And it's just wonderful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> past each other without fear is yeah. so nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: Not I just the say morning. The other morning, I was working out with my PT outside and the fox just walked past us. Yeah. Just wonderful. No problems because we're yeah. friends now. You and the fox? Me and the fox is this family of them. Yeah. Because I see the kids, you know, the young ones. I love a little baby fox. Oh, <laughs> I love oh them so they much. are. So they run around. Cute. And uh, the other day, they
1: were allowed out late and I didn't know why because it wasn't school holidays. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Hill, as, as an Australian of sorts, <laughs> what's the an animal that's like a fox that you've got there? Yeah, foxes there.
3: Not like no. you do here. Yeah, no. Uh, and if you do see them, they're like feral. As it, literally, they're feral animals, so right. they yeah, yeah, not they're, all
1: domesticated. Yeah, no.
3: And they they will kill all the native wildlife and stuff. So they're, they're all peggies. They're, yeah. bah, it's just a country peggies. full of peggy people. We don't want peggies. So the closest thing we probably have to that, like an animal that you'll see loads of, because here fo- it blows my mind that there's just foxes just walking around. Yeah, They're gonna get ice just the foxes. Thing. Blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, they will.
2: You see them on the tube.
3: I would love that. <laughs> yeah. But in Australia, it's probably ibis. You know the bird ibis, as no. like the Egyptian, like you would always oh, see it. Really? It's got really long, curved black beak. They're quite large, bird. like the size of a chi- like a oh. large chicken. But they're so common. We call them bin chickens because they'll like (laughs) sit on the edge of bins and like reach all the rubbish out and stuff. My mum has, there is a photo, I will show you later, there is a photo that I took of like my mum has a little bird bath and just a massive ibis just sitting in it. Because Jordan, you're doing Melbourne Comedy Festival, Yeah,
1: and the thing I remember from Melbourne from my one trip is that the birds are four times the size of a bird in England. Like I live in South End, the seagulls are big, but a cockatiel landing on a barbecue, Mm. that's a really specific situation that I was in. I know that doesn't (laughs) happen all the time. They are massive. So this Ibis is like your, like rats with wings and you've got bin chickens. I love bin that chickens. they've always got little
3: yeah. nicknames. So the, the Egyptians, they, like the ancient Egyptians, I should say, they worshipped them and we call them bin chickens because wow. that, that's <laughs> what <laughs> Australians do. Oh, wow. the,
1: their Ibis PR has, needs rehiring because, yeah. I mean, they've really lost a lot of credit <laughs>
3: over hundreds of
1: years. Bin chickens. Bin chickens.
2: Bin from chickens. My
3: mum's given it a name as well, Izzy. I think Izzy and Peggy could get along.
2: Izzy the bin chicken. And now in my mind, in the Ibis world, to be called a bin chicken is the worst thing. Right, slapping. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine them calling each other. Imagine the posh ones being like, "Look at them bin chickens."
3: Oh,
1: bin chickens. The,
3: the class wars amongst the players. Oh neighbors. God, can you imagine? <laughs> I, I really would read your books. Tanya. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Can't state that enough.
1: I'm going to advertise them at the end, even though you've not written them yet. Yeah, so you're definitely going to yeah. plug yeah. those.
3: I'll make some flip yeah. charts for it. You narrate. Oh my it. God, yes. You illustrate.
1: Fully illustrated. Done. Done. Oh, All done. done. And then come back and promote them on this podcast. Beck Hill, have you got for me and Tanya Moore a small question to close the show? Oh, oh what's the smallest, the smallest question you can think of? Have you got a small question? Oh,
3: if I keep going smaller and smaller, it eventually disappears. <laughs> <Questions>. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to know what hiccups, like what causes hiccups? What causes a hiccup? Yeah, what are they? Oh,
1: right. Well, from my experience, if you eat too much corn really fast, I will get hiccups every single time. Really? Yeah, like because it's so condensed. I don't know what corn is, but I know it gives me the old hiccups, <laughs> and nothing else does. So. My, I mean, my, my placeholder answer is corn. I don't think that's quite what you were looking for.
2: I used to think about this myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like, you know, when you have something like a, a fizzy drink, you drink it too fast and it gets trapped here. Oh, yeah, and you have that half burp. And you have it. Yeah. Like, like and then yeah. it hasn't. Or maybe that's what the hiccups are. They're half
1: burps. They're baby
2: yeah. burps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never has the guest come on with such confidence and delivered the exact answer to both questions in the space of an hour. I'll buy that. i am 100% buy that. It's it's yeah. a baby bird. It's a
3: yeah, baby yeah. bird. I'm taking that. Yeah. Yeah, baby bird. That's burp. why it just gets to here. It's not
2: strong enough yeah. yet. It hasn't grown its wings yet. It's not grown its little yeah. To get
3: out. And that's why if you get scared, it go, it runs away. It's this not ready it. yet. This is
2: it. This is it. And it goes and gets its mum. Then its mum comes out and then you
3: have a bird. It's <laughs> And his like dad it's, is a fart.
2: His dad's a scream. Yeah, yeah and they're
1: estranged.
3: <laughs> they're very estranged the granddad's as a family. the fart. Oh. Grandma's the shit. Oh, <laughs> so, and the, the creepy uncle's of vomit. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is the series that I want to read. Tanya is, uh, what's the word? Anthropomorphized bodily processes. And I'll care about them now. I want to know about the family tree. I want to know what the job's like. I think it's probably a good argument against intelligent design that you can hiccup at the peak of a yawn. Like you yawn.
3: <gasps> yeah. And then
1: that's as much hair as you can get. And then you hiccup and almost die. Yeah. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Like that last bit, I don't know what to do with it. It's a little baby, babies come out too early, but, uh, and you never want that. Oh no, <laughs> especially that out of your mouth. Like You've just aborted the hiccup, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds horrible, yeah. Don't put that in your kids' book. No. <laughs> I mean, unless it's one of those books that deals with that stuff because that's no. important. That is important, it, it's important. I don't know, not for six year olds, <laughs> no, no, I suppose not.
3: Do you, um, do you hiccup a lot, <laughs> Becky Hill? Why you asked
1: this question? Yeah.
3: I probably just the same as everyone else, but doing yeah. that thing where don't I'm overthinking Don't
1: be so stuff. modest, Yeah, I, don't, I,
3: don't, I hiccup all you're the time. In.
1: It's only a half a hiccup when you do it. Yeah. It's just the yeah. first <laughs> bit. Yeah. Or the it's second it's half, which hit. is even weirder. Or a cup. You're just coming cupping all over the place. Cupping all over cupping the place. Over the place. Yeah. Just cupping it up. <laughs> cupping it up. Cupping it up. A baby burp is it's great. I, don't, I wouldn't want to improve on that, but no. it's, it's, it's you, Beck. if you're happy with the transformation, you, you've, got, you've got to leave happy, otherwise we've not done our job.
3: I'm very happy with that. <laughs> right, you're gonna I, pass that on to your oh, fans and your yeah, friends. That is that is canon now. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sold.
1: And you're gonna um perhaps make one of your wonderful paper puppetry craft works about it? Craftworks? Craft works.
3: <laughs> craft yeah, I'll get I'll get is the, that the that you use paper paper
1: craft what would you call Craft work. P- paper puppetry. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it's hard to explain, so I just I just throw words into biographies
1: <laughs> it has, I love it has a wonderfully viral nature to it because of course it does connect us to a childlike part of ourselves so it, it, it sends to everybody and I remember you had there was like an x Men one I think it was a, it was it was a vagina with claws it was Wolverine yes. is yeah, what it was, the was the Wolverine. 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 <laughs> and I think about that probably twice a month definitely at yeah. least
3: I should I should point out that wasn't the kids set That no very much not not the case not that there's a anything Wolverine. wrong with kids knowing what yes. a Wolverine
1: is because it, it made me want to think about more X-Men that have <laughs> with well, our sort of genital adjacent. I couldn't think of any. Is the spoiler, Wolverine is the one to beat. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Now, like you suddenly, you. Did, my eyes went off in that sort Ooh. of like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My head like
1: gone. Let's think of one
2: I before know, we that go. That was like Storm. There email. must be something we can do. Storm
1: easily, definitely. Storm. It must be Storm. Well, I tell you what. How about? We'll cl- <laughs> <laughs> sperm is quite close. We've got to get it in there. I'll say. I'll. I'll say some things about both of you to plug on the way out. And while I'm saying those, if we can come up with a a second X-Man, I'll be happy with that. A rude X-Man. I shall say a huge thanks uh, to Tanya and Beck. Info about what Tanya's up to at tanyamore.co.uk. She's got plenty of dates coming up around and about the place, which you can find out about on there. Tanya Moore is your handle on social media. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to plug while you're here? What's very specific? Because this will come out on Thursday. Oh, that's... Oh, I no, Be- It's a quick turnover. Oh. Have a little think. Have a little I, think. Yeah. Beck's website is beckhillcomedian.com. Find her at beckhillcomedian on the old Insta and Twitter. Her mass podcast is a problem squared with episodes fortnightly dealing with such things as is champagne still busy if it's got a spoon in it. Beck Hill, is there anything specific that you would like to mention while we're here? I've given you basically. I've given you both a I'm lot ready. of homework to yeah, do in the space of twenty <laughs> seconds. You've got one, Becky. Uh, anything you'd like to plug?
3: Oh, anything I want to plug. Uh, I've got the uh, third Horror Heights book coming out. These are uh, kids' books. Amazing. Yep. Um, I say kids' books. I write them for adults and then make them child friendly. So I left in it. Yeah, but Bigger the third themes, one, I'm very proud. of. brains. I, I feel like I've actually I've nailed it now. <laughs> like the first two, uh, you know, very much first attempts at books. <laughs> if I'm no, honest are they
2: still though, available it's to good that you feel good you can
1: still buy but them but they're great they're,
2: they're but the, like, the, they're
3: the great, third one yeah. is is uh, I banger. think I've nailed it yeah. it's
2: good I like that you feel good yeah. Yeah. yeah it's
3: very scary but it's very funny to counter oh, that yay. if I do say so myself
2: oh in the edit can you put my plug first because it, it seems rubbish now this is not going to be as good as a book but I have just just come and see my one hour show. It's oh, really, really not a, one a, book. Show it's a one hour, book, hour show. It is writing a book, but you're performing it live. Perform, all the time. Come see. My, put mine in a second. Come <laughs> yeah. see my live book. <laughs> it's like a book. It's based a one person. hour. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you're in Leicester this weekend, it's on Saturday the 18th February, um, and if you're coming to Vault Festival, it's the 1st and 15th of March. Excellent.
1: That's Thanks. great. Absolutely bloody wonderful. I never do this, but it's the last chance to do it. So uh, uh, you can come and see me if you should like. The morning this comes out, come see me tonight, I suppose, at Soho. The time travelling stuff's really got to me now. So it's tonight, (laughs) it's at Soho, and the night after. By the time you listen to this, that will all be done. Also, this Friday, guess what I've got to do? I've got to do Soho Theatre. Then I've got to get on a motorbike and go live to Channel 4 for that Channel 4 Awards. Because it's 20 minutes later. I've got to finish my show, go on a motorbike, and then perform on TV.
3: why, Why a motorbike?
1: Because it's the fastest method to get me there. I've never been on a motorbike. I love this for you. I'm so excited. Also, I'm going to be in this. the audience. I'll see Are you? you there. Come on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just come on stage. Oh, my God. Yes. I would definitely would. Definitely do that. It's exciting. Right. Make sure you check out Tanya's range of kids' books, Baby Burps, <laughs> when they're coming out. Uh, thank you both so much for joining me. Tanya Moore, thank you. Thank you. Beck Hill, thank you so much for joining (laughs) us. Thank you. is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. I'm Jordan Gray. Thanks for listening. What's the next man that we can do? Cycliterus. (laughs) Cycliterus. Yes! (laughs) You've done it. That's a podcast.